Hello, and welcome to the Health and Well podcast. I'm here with my girlfriend, Erin, today, and we're going to be talking about food and not feeling afraid during the holiday and to basically give you some tools and resources of things that we felt that we went through, but also to share with you, you know, if you're trying to figure out how to go in this Christmas season and feeling like you're staying on top of your routine, we are going to share some personal strategies that we have felt and went through. And also to let you know that you're not alone if you are feeling these certain ways, because the holidays can bring up a lot. And especially because when you're looking at the whole year and you're taking that measurement and you basically are forgetting like what you have done this whole year, the season, the holiday season is not what's going to make it or break it. If anything, you're going to use these tools and resources and go into next year feeling a little bit more connected to yourself and feeling less pressure. Because let me tell you, I've been reflecting this whole past, like, well, since the Christmas season has started, I've really been reflecting on this whole year and I, you cannot let a couple of weeks define what you have been up to this whole year. And if anything, having a plan, but also being flexible is what's going to carry you through having some compassion for yourself and to know that like, you know, that regulating yourself and not just always being on that go, go, go is going to be what's going to be the most helpful, listening to your body, listening to the triggers, being aware and gentle. So I really hope that you enjoy this podcast today. I have fun with Aaron. We definitely have been doing this for over a year. So happy anniversary, Aaron. Um, I'm just so grateful for you. And I'm grateful for the listeners to have some good tools and resources right at their back seat. Enjoy and have yourself a Merry Christmas from the both of us. I'll just like let that one go. All right. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Health and Well podcast. I am here with my beautiful friend, Erin Tusa, and we're going to be talking about fear around the holidays when it comes to food and just the busyness and trying to prioritize. And this can be a very messy time for yourself, especially when it comes to, you know, wanting to hang out with your friends, your family, and then also trying to make time for Christmas shopping and then your work parties and trying to finish up your stuff at work. It just can be so chaotic. And so we wanted to share some tools, strategies, stories from what our experience is and to help you through the holiday. What do you yeah, think, Erin? <laughs> I love that. No, way to go. Way, uh, nice poignant uh, intro, girlfriend. And I think it's like knowing that other people are feeling this exact way is a very helpful, <laughs> a helpful thing. Even people who are in the industry still struggle with this stress around the around the season right and I think there's a lot of reasons for that but I'm super excited to just explore some of those reasons and yeah really give some tangible tools for everyone before they head out yeah a big one that I already feel like I've dealt with this past year was Black Friday and like feeling like I had to do all my Christmas shopping at once because of the sales because I wasn't I wasn't sure if there would still be sales by the time Christmas came and that scared me a little bit where I'm like I felt the energy where it's just like I anyone I talked to is like oh have you started your Christmas shopping have you started your Christmas shopping and it's like yes, I have, but I'm like, I'm still figuring out. I still like want to give it like a little bit more thought and not just buy for the sake of buying. Yes, so I already yeah. felt like I dealt with some stress, like the That's all or nothing. Yeah. Not buying for the sake of buying. Cause it's like, yeah. we feel like pigeonholed a little bit because there's so many sales and Matt and I were going to go buy, um, like we've been really trying to save up for a king size bed Ooh, because love. 
yeah, this is something that we've wanted for a while. <laughs> and we, we, around the Black Fridays, the Black Friday sales and all this kind of stuff, we were like, oh, we're going to miss the deal. Like, and then even Matt was saying like, well, Black Friday is probably going to be the biggest deal then. And I was like, we can wait till Boxing Day. And he's like, well, Black Friday will probably be the best deal. And so then it just puts you in more of this like urgency. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And even like scarcity of like, I'm going to miss yeah. the savings. I'm going to miss the savings. So um, we ended up not buying one because we were so stressed out about actually getting the deal and like how it's usually all on one day. Um, but that's marketing, right? Right. And I think like I ask people and we ask people at the gym all the time, like, how do you feel about Christmas? Like, are you guys really into it? Are you not? And a lot of people are like, funnily enough, funnily, funny enough, they are like, I don't really like Christmas because of the, yeah, just like the over material, materialistic lens on like giving for the sake of like perceived giving too, right? Like if you're not giving then to other people, that makes you look bad potentially or like a not a good friend not a good family member not a good x y and z right so it's funny when we think about um christmas what's the first thing that comes to mind and and it's funny now that people are just like not good not good they don't feel good moving into it because there's such this big marketing and materialistic kind of lens that's put on the holiday which is stressful and it does force us into this all or nothing mentality like you were saying as well Totally. And what I heard from that also is like, I already am like thinking like, oh, all the people that you have to buy for, but that like, and then it's like, well, where's this all coming from? Cause you just want to show that you care. And so the materialistic thing is just like, you know, there's many ways of showing that we care for one another as opposed to just buying. So I feel like what people are feeling, cause there is a lot of pressure, but also like, just even like the cost, like for inflation, like many people are struggling to even be able to buy. And so this pressure that we still feel like that we put ourselves into is just, it can make us feel really sad, depressed, mm -hmm. like anxious, overwhelmed, like frustrated. And so this all or nothing where you feel like you're losing all control, then you it weighs down on you. And so mm -hmm. that is, I'm feeling that from a lot of people as well. I don't know, like for the conversations with all my clients, like, yeah, most of them are excited and like want or, or happy, but then there's like also this, you can see that there's this tiredness that they're coming in when they're doing a workout, like this, the extra pressure that they're feeling. Yeah. And I think that's such a good point that like we are going to be I think like when we move into the holidays, a lot of the time and a lot of the advice that you hear is like, we'll just, you know, move into it and just, you know, focus on, you know, what you which we're going to talk about. Right. Focus on what you how you want to feel and mm -hmm. you know, why are you doing things and just focus on that and it'll be OK. And I think like we're going to get when we're forced into this all or nothing like feeling or this tired, overwhelmed, stressed, all these bigger feelings. I think it's like totally normal uh, first off, but I also think that we're going to get triggered. And yes. I think shying away from like just distracting ourselves or right. Like I know you're saying like thinking positive, like these things are helpful, but sometimes I feel like it's really good to figure out or at least reflect on how you're going to get triggered right mm -hmm. like prepare for okay. failure it's okay <laughs> prepare for resistance to show up and just building awareness around where the resistance is going to pop up right so I know for me 
I, I know that I'm going to be triggered hundred percent, or at least before I did some of the deeper, you know, work, quote unquote, I'm doing quotes here. Um, I would be very triggered by sitting around the table with my family and what I'm going to put on my plate and in relation to what other people are eating or how they're, they're perceiving me and my body. And then when my sisters get to talk, get on to talking about, you know, what they're doing, what diets they're trying, um, how their bodies look or how they feel in their bodies. I feel like there's this innate like trigger that really dusted up something inside of me that would make me not maybe eat a lot around the holiday meals. But then afterwards, I would always go home Mm. and and feel still caught up in that felt sense of, okay, I'm not doing the right things or just, just so second guessing yourself or myself, at least I can only speak for me, um, that the overwhelm would be too much that the only way to null and void that would be to eat more of the things that are so good (laughs) around the holidays after I would leave certain events, right? Where it's like, sometimes I know for some of my clients or just friends, it's like, no, I go in and I overeat and I feel anxious and at Christmas parties or whatever. But that's just a different response to the stress of eating while you're there and overeating or whatever it is while you're there, not making good and aligned choices um, versus eating after the fact. These are just all, um, I guess, like symptoms, right? Of being caught in this, all or nothing protective feeling and the tired and the stress and the overwhelm is just a symptom of feeling stressed. And I know we were talking about stress a lot before we started this recording and how stress can really influence our choices and stuff. Right. So it's just, it's just interesting how that shows up. Where do you think stress will show up for you in your eating choices around the holidays? Do you think? Well, I first wanted to like, because you mentioned a lot of good points there, but like, you know, identifying the triggers is a huge one. Like knowing that like awareness of what's coming up, are you feeling like, for instance, like I, for what comes up for me, like, I'm going to give an example of what happened at uh, Thanksgiving and I love my sister. So when like, if she was ever here, this is like coming from a place of love. love you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. But (laughs) it was funny because like prior to that, so in the summer I had, um, I had, went to a car show, um, the monster truck with my fam, with my husband and Kevin. And we went to, we enjoyed all day. And then we went to our friend's house after and had a few drinks. And so, but I didn't really realize because I was caught in the moment. I like had way too many drinks, like where I thought like I only drank three or four, but maybe it was a little bit more, but I ended up puking. And that puking like was like four times on the way home in a 45 minute drive where I was just like, and I was so upset with myself because I'm like, normally I'm not like that at all. So like, where did this come from? Did something not sit right? Like it could have been many things, but anyways, because that happened in the summer, we had Thanksgiving up at the cottage and my sister has like, I was enjoying herself. It's been a long time since she's enjoyed herself, but she was like, Amanda, come on, drink with me. I never drink. Like, this is awesome. Amanda, drink, Amanda, to drink and I'm like I just remember what happened five weeks ago I'm not in the mood to do that like I definitely and but she's like Amanda come on Amanda and I felt the pressure because I'm like man when's the last time she asked me to do this and like have yeah. some fun with her it was been Once like probably five, six years it's been a long time since she's felt good because she's had her own health journey 
but I was like, oh, like I was sticking to my guns and like trying to like, you know, and yeah. just trying to stay there where I was just like, no, because I don't want to feel shitty tomorrow. I don't want to feel shitty. My why is way too important. Like it's a long drive home tomorrow. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Anyways, needless to say, she felt like crap the next day and I felt a lot good, but she just it was one of those things like where I'm like, man, I've never had someone pressure me so much. It's been a long time. So what came up for me is just like, you know, identifying, like I felt triggered because I felt pressure and, but I was just like, well, the thing is like, I knew my why so well that I didn't want to feel like crap. And so I think like knowing that it was just a big learning lesson of how far I've come. But when someone's feeling and like when you're eating at the dinner table and you're someone's like, oh, try this, try this. And you're like, well, it doesn't like it's not going to make me feel good if I'm like, you know, you have a gluten intolerance or if you have a dairy intolerance or if you're trying to stay really good and clean. It's like really sticking to your guns. It's really hard to do that, especially when you feel like that. So identifying that and knowing that like, nope, my, I really want to feel good tomorrow. I don't want to feel overindulged or I have like another three parties today. Cause there's a lot of people that have three parties in one day. It's like trying to plan of how you want to eat at each one and trying to stick with it. That's like the hardest, like, but if you know your why, they think that's a big one. I don't know. What about yourself, Aaron? Like, what no, did you, I think that's, no, I think that's great. And so like when you, when you were pressured like that, what do you mm. think, trigger for you was like what do you think the yeah like what was the initial like okay fine I might do it like what there there was that part that came up but there was that part that I was like oh my god like I really want to have fun with my sister but like I tried to have fun in other ways where I was trying to like in in like engage in the conversation more like not trying to pressure her to drink because she was doing really good on her own doing that but like just really having fun and being present laughing with her like I was trying to show up that you could still be fun and it does you don't need to drink and stuff but like again not easy because like I was like man this is a really good learning lesson because part of myself feels the pressure wants to do it but I really like don't want to feel like how I did a month ago at all because I was so surprised at that. I'm like, I, what if I, my body doesn't like what like it's going to like, you know, my body obviously is not processing alcohol like I want it to right now. So I don't know. I would say in trying to engage, have fun, try to like, you know, show up in other ways, like whether that be like playing a game, like trying to change the scenery change the subject or like is like a big one or like trying to find other defectives like hey like let's go do this or let's go inside I don't know yeah no I think that's great and I think it also is a good like um summary of what what we're trying to like give as far as value and thinking around the holidays of like okay there's more than one way so when we get triggered or when we feel that sense of pressure overwhelm or even just like um social pressure is like this is we've just learned sometimes that these are the ways we have fun with these people right like these are what we've done before these are our patterns like food is big for me and my family and Matt's family around the holidays so it's almost like it becomes like and which is good like we want to bring ourselves together around the table and with food and with drinks and like these things are good but I think it just gives us a sense of like there's more than one option to and there's more than one way to have a good time and so focusing in on your values right and being really present like you said to your why to your values to your the reasons that you're intrinsically like self-motivated to stick to your plan 
um, I think is a great thing. And even just for me, feeling like, okay, what's important to me about this holiday season is actually connecting. And sometimes when you just go off on drinking moments or even overeating moments or just going for it, you're just taken so far out of the present and you're and you're kind of like have this like perceived presence that you think is good, but really it's just like, yeah, like endorphins from alcohol or endorphins from food or whatever. And it and it kind of skews your ability to be mm-hmm. present and yes. remember these things and enjoy these things. So I think just like really defining your values and 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 coming into the holiday season based off of not only our values, because I know we say this sometimes like, oh, I want to have connection or I, I really want to focus on how how bond like how much I can bond and just re- enjoy myself. But for me, I think I focused or I learned about connection in the past being like, okay, the way I can connect with people is by going off what they want to do or just like peer pressure. And that's like, great. They're feeling good. I'm feeling fine. Like this is connect. This is connection. Right. But I think it's like, wait a second. Fun can be different and we can actually experience having fun in a different way. So I think not only like leading from your values around the holidays is great but I think like defining which I know we talk about on the podcast sometimes but defining your values based off of how you want to define them so connection actually I need to be pretty sober (laughs) to feel connected to my family and to say what's on my mind so I think defining Mm -hmm. our values coming from it in that in that way is is an important um, yeah, skill set, right? It's a tool. But I'm wondering, like, what did you do before not like before going into that experience with your sister that helped you to stay in alignment, right, with what you wanted for yourself? Because it was interesting, you said, oh, in the summer or five weeks ago, I went totally off the deep end. And so that's a really good like indicator because I don't want to go and feel that again. So it's almost like we have to, when we think about intuition, intuition is built over time. But if you weren't reflecting and like going off the deep end at that point in the summer, you wouldn't have had the, I don't know, conscious awareness to, to stop those behaviors right then and there. So it's like, how did, what did you do for yourself? I think like a lot of things are coming up for myself because this year for myself personally, I think like we've been on the podcast like this year and I've been like really trying to focus on feeling better Um, Mm -hmm. because last year at this time I wasn't feeling my best. I was really having a hard time showing up for myself and this year I really wanted to show up for myself. So that's really stuck with me this whole past year and I like I've dug deep like where I'm trying to upgrade and I mean, you're seeing a lot more and this is like kind of separate for what, like what we're talking about. But I think that like, you're just trying to find alternative ways of like, you know, connection. And I think um, like, cause many people like are like talking about, you know, trying to be sober and not drink anymore and whatnot, like trying to, you know, find that less brain fog. Cause a lot of people like want to see what it feels like to not use alcohol. And even though I've never been one to abuse it in a long period of time, not since like uh, my personal transformation in 2016 that reminded me of like what I was feeling in 2016 so I think that's like where I'm like no I've come so far from this this is not who I want to be so another one that I've been trying to do with connection is trying to engage more with like um playfulness when it comes to doing arts like with my nieces and I'm like playing with like card games or playing games is a huge one where there's a distraction where you can all come together and have some fun 
there's a purpose behind it. It gets like a little bit of distraction, like having engagement like that, baking a lot more like where it's like, you know, sharing people like what I've learned and trying to get them to try new foods, like just trying to embrace myself a little bit more and being proud of myself, um, being proud that like, um, you know, I, I don't need to change myself to fit in somewhere. Like I'm trying to like embrace that a lot more, but I think that's like what, when I like, when Nikki was, I don't know if I said her name, but sorry, Nick. Um, but when my sister was sharing all like, Amanda, like, this is like, it's been a so long, like, let's like have some fun. It's just like, oh, I'm definitely enjoying seeing you just smile and laugh more. So I was definitely having fun. I just didn't want to share that directly with her, but I'm like, I, the next day I said to her, Nick, it's so was so nice to see you laugh even though like it was like a one-off because this is not something she does super often either I was just like it was just so proud to see her let loose and not be so serious and all that kind of stuff like alcohol I'm not trying to condemn her or anything like that because I think like there is a fun socialness playfulness it gets like but at the same time I did share like it was I'm like I'm so happy that you had such a good time like I tried to change the narrative so that she knew that I saw her and it was really engaged. And I wanted her to know that I was engaged, even though it wasn't directly with what she was doing. Yeah, no, I love that. And I have cute, like a few points of like embracing yourself a bit more and being proud of like the decisions that you make and how you want to spend your time and just like sticking with that, I think is a huge thing. And I was talking with a client the other day and I was like, one question that I love um, just to ask clients is like, if you could change one thing about you, that would um, help you to feel a little bit more at peace with yourself um, around food and exercise, especially around the holiday season. What do you think that one thing would be, right? Like if you could wave the magic wand. And it's funny, my one client was like, well, honestly, if I could judge people less. And I was like, that's an amazing um, realization, right? Because it's like, if I'm able to judge people less, and that's kind of what you were talking about with your sister, right? It's like, I appreciate that you had a great time. I had a great time too. Like, that's great. I see you smiling. Like, but like, I think like if we pre, if we go into these holiday situations with this kind of morality around food and alcohol or exercise being good or bad, and like we don't realize that we bring these judgments <laughs> with us. There we go, everywhere we yes. go. So it's like kind of doing some introspection around like what do I judge in other people because often what we're judging in other people are little bits little qualities that we have to actually like bring out in our own in ourselves to feel like self-actualized is that but just like our truest you know that we're proud of ourselves and we're embracing that and whatnot right so like going into that without without morality right it's not that food is bad or good and it's not because um your your cousin is going down on the gluten and the whatever when they normally don't right it's like oh you automatically go for that judgment it's like no part of what I'm experiencing and looking at them is like the sense of like you can relax around the holidays and it's okay to have whatever you want you know but like understanding that there's a judgment there in yourself And you're bringing that to the table, which is going to inform how you, how good of a time you have, right? Like with my dad being an alcoholic and dying from that, I had a long time of like, oh, like you're, 
alcohol is alcohol is not something you can regulate right like that's my past that's my history and like seeing that in my dad and in my family is like that's not something you can mess around with so you're either having it or you're not having it and it's like well well no that's not the that's not the case for every single person so i think just really being like true to your to yourself and the judgments that you bring around christmas oh, you're not giving enough. Oh, you're not giving me a gift. That sucks. You're a bad person. It's like, no, no, no. I can show my care and my empathy in different ways. I can connect in different ways. I don't have to judge someone. So it's not just like a good point of like, just reminding, like, if you feel like a sense of judgment around yourself or other people around the holidays, that could be a good clue as yeah, to ask yourself why, like, yeah, where yeah. is this coming from? Like, and just don't like, you might not have an answer, but like, yeah. at least like, you're just like kind of percolating something because it's like, whoa, where'd this come from? Like, cause I was fine like two seconds ago, but now I'm already thinking this, like, where did it come from? And just let it go. Think yeah. about it, like ask, and then let it go. Because it yeah. might come up for you later on where you're starting to notice a pattern. Like that's a big one, but I also went, oh man, I lost my train of thought. I love it. <laughs> Judgments. Oh, that's right. About. So my like one of the biggest the best advice I ever got from my coach, Scott McClelland, um, it was like a big one because you were talking about fear judgment, especially if you're eating and stuff like that, when it comes to stuff that might not be serving you when it, you know, gluten is definitely not one that like my body digests really well, but, and I always get down on myself because I should know better, Amanda, I should do better and all that kind of stuff. But but he's like, Amanda, did you enjoy it? And I was like, well, yeah, then let it go. If I mm-hmm. want you to enjoy your food, don't like, don't let your food control you. If you're wanting to have like a nice, like pumpkin pie or a nice, like something, whatever, enjoy mm-hmm. it. Because like, what's the point of eating something or doing something? If you don't enjoy it, then like, what's the point? If like that, if then, then it's a waste. And he's like, yeah. embrace it. Like, that's the big yeah. one that I love that he said, because I don't know, maybe it's the validation that I just needed to know that it was okay at that point, because I was really trying to learn so much about myself and my body and trying to like get through my own, um, like insecurities that I just felt like someone was saying to me, and it's okay, fucking eat your piece of pie, like whatever. And yeah. then ever since then, it's just like, I, I think of that and I'm just like, thank you. Because that was a big learning lesson because that's what I tell all my clients now is like, oh, I'm so bad. I did this. Well, I'm like, did you enjoy it? And then they're like, yeah, I'm like, then let it go. Cause I'm really happy you enjoyed it because you should, you've worked yeah. hard and whatever, like, and I mean that because like, I, if they're working hard and trying to do like 1% better every day, that's all you can ask for. Yeah, no, I love that too, because this more, like we were talking about the morality around food around the holidays or just in general, like, it's like, is this a good thing? Is this bad? And I think it's like, sometimes we feel things like we feel triggered. We feel overwhelmed. We feel tired. We feel bad about ourselves after we do something that we knew for the love mm-hmm. of God, we're not going to be doing that again, but we end up doing it. And I think it's not necessarily the feeling in the moment or the overwhelm. It's the type two judgments that like psychologists name them type two which is like the underlying judgment or feeling of like guilt or shame right that comes from doing the thing that you said you were going to do that you end up doing anyways right so it's like the guilt the, the shame like what's wrong with me it's like nothing is wrong but also at the same time enjoy because they also say that studies show that if you go into eating something already feeling or already pre-thinking and emulate like 
feeling like you're you're gonna feel bad about yourself that like your your blood sugar can actually be raised just from thought of yeah going in on it right so I think it's like no what like go have it have the pumpkin pie like it's okay it's not the one meal that's gonna ruin progress or whatever it's the type two judgments that happen after that one meal that make you feel super bad about yourself that you continue that accumulates that accumulates right how often are you thinking like oh man I shouldn't done that today and then you're like oh you're thinking about your day reflecting like oh man I shouldn't done that like it's percolating it's like already building those stresses that's so accurate that's so true then of course you're gonna eat things that you don't want to eat and of course you're gonna fall into peer pressure because um, Susan, da- I think Susan David, anyways, they call, they talk about this whole concept of your window of tolerance, right? And so like, if we're building our window of tolerance, which just means how adverse you are in the face of stress, right? I think like the more shame and guilt we feel about the choices that we're making is going to decrease that window of tolerance. So we're actually not building trust in ourselves with that um, with our capacity to deal with stress, right? Versus if we're able to have it, enjoy it and let it go and do other things that can, you know, make us feel more connected or whatever it is that we're going into the holiday season wanting to get the most out of, I think that is going to help increase our window of tolerance. And then we're going to be able to make more choices that are aligned for us versus, yeah, getting caught in that spiral. And then like, yeah. it's also like the tr- the practical things that we talk about too. Like what helped you make that choice that you weren't going to go and get drunk with your sister, even though that was a great, like, it's fun to do that. We all like going out with our family, whatever. Right. But I wonder what did you do? And this could be helpful for listeners. Like, what did you do prior? And I have a story about this too, just in general, but what did you do prior to going to this cottage that helped you? Right. Cause if we think about this window of tolerance and building our stress and our capacity for stress and to feel stress, but do it anyways, like stick with our goals anyways, that's having a large window of tolerance and you can build that up. But we need to do things sometimes like bookend. This is sometimes what I say with clients, bookend something before you go, do something that really helps you connect to yourself or your body. <laughs> and then afterwards, do it and bookend your you know stressful event, like work Christmas party or whatever, with like a bookend of, 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 of I don't even know, like relax, not relaxation, but like coming back into your, your body and your sense of yourself. So I wonder like, what did you do from a window of tolerance? Like from a, like, um, what tools, like, did you work out before? Did you go for a walk? Did you breathe? Did you connect with someone and tell them how you were feeling going into it? Like what kind of things did you experiment with that would help that would have helped you? Um, I guess like the honestly, the, um, it doesn't feel the same drinking. Like I definitely don't have that like notion to want to drink. I think things have changed for my taste buds a little bit. Like I'm still recovering. I think oh, that's a big one. But I also talked to Kevin about it. I talked to my husband because I honestly, and I don't like when I say this, this is how I felt. I'm not putting this on anybody else, but I yeah, honestly, yeah. I didn't, I was ashamed of myself because I honestly missed uh, taking my son to a birthday party the next day. Cause I literally could not move. I just needed. And then I like, I needed to rest so much and I didn't like that. I wasted a day. Um, so there's like a bunch of things of feelings. That I still feel that like come up where I was just like, damn, like I don't, didn't, 
So that's like, I think the window of tolerance is that I don't have tolerance for wanting to get myself feeling that like missing a birthday party, taking him. It's different being a, a mom, especially for an, with an earlier, with like a, a son that's only two and a half years old. Like, I don't yeah. want him to see me that way. Like he was in the back seat of the car when I was like, spinning right. my like guts out. So that's like, uh, not a nice feeling. So, but I'm at the same time, I'm human. I'm not perfect. Yeah. And that's why I guess like I'm bringing up the story because like, there, I don't need to like, uh, that, like all those like accumulated together where it makes a decision much, much easier where you're like, you're going to stand by it because you know what it took to get to that point And you know, what took it to recover from that point. And then you don't want to continue doing that. You need to learn. I learned from it and whatnot. Like, again, I didn't set myself up probably for success. I didn't probably eat enough that day, but I wasn't, didn't think I was going to, that was all going to happen either. But I guess like where I wanted to share is like, you know, how to prepare yourself for these, like, um, when you're wanting to indulge, like, you know, listening to your body, if you want to like, you know, going in with like a plan of action. And I guess like, I mean, this like plan, like, of to set yourself up for success. Like, you know, one of the biggest things I love doing that, like, is moving my body before I go somewhere, depending on the time, depending on how early your like functions start as I'd like, whether that be just going and taking my dog Iggy for a walk, just getting that like a little bit of breath of fresh air, just because like you need to nurture yourself on how you want your day to go. Because what you're like, what you said, the mind is like, you know, that not type two, is it type two? With the, what the judge, like the shame and the guilt that we've Sometimes. Yeah. 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 Yep. Cause you're yep. like, I mean, like that's like, it's pri it's before you go to these things that you're already priming your mind of how you want your day to go because you already know what the calendar looks like. So it's like, it could be either, uh, not working against you. So you, if you're already feeling those things, it's like, okay, what can I do to, I mean, this big, this is such a big word of hot topic now, but like, how do you regulate yourself or how do you nurture yourself so that you know that like you did everything to prepare for these like occasions and gatherings yeah no and I think that can help you choose differently around the holidays like for me I don't know I always get anxious or I mean it's dwindling for sure but around the holidays especially Christmas Eve is a big one in our family like we go to town we bake you know we do a bunch of hors d'oeuvres and we're all like spread out the table is gone great time but it's always like I always had this sense of like I can't trust myself around these types of foods or in these events right because there's we're all just hanging around the table and we're just waiting for to eat basically we're just here to eat and then if you don't have something in your in your hors d'oeuvre plate it feels like you're not really participating or yep. this is all for me right in my train of thought you're not participating you're not a good wife daughter friend uh you're not you're not right like these all of these all of how we're relating to the event is going to make us feel and make choices based on how we're relating to ourselves in so that how do you work through it like that's a big one for you so how do you work through yeah. it? because like like being human is super like is super important here where it's like okay Aaron like what do you yeah. do to regulate yourself going into the like what how do you nurture yourself and like say nope no but like you're fine Aaron you're fine like what do you yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you yeah, have no, to do to get thing. yourself through it I think that's a good way to even say or ask yourself, like, or, you know, you're fine, you're fine, it's gonna be okay. Like what I think for me, um, a big thing was like ending that morality around food, right? So instead of thinking as food is as good or bad, it's like, maybe I could even just like, 
relate to food as, okay, these foods are really calorie dense and these foods are really nutrient dense. And Do you tell how- yourself that? Do you tell yourself yeah, that? I mean, yeah. like, not, not anymore, but like in the okay. beginning stages, it was like, okay, there's not this, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm being bad and eating all this food or being good by choosing the nutrient dense food. It's like, you want both of those. But I think regulating um, my blood sugar before going into these events. That's is like a, a huge show. one. Yep. Having, making sure that I'm not restricting all day. Like I used to do that, right? Wait Same for here. the. Yeah, wait for the moment, right? Wait for the Christmas party, wait for it. And then you can just go balls to the wall. And that doesn't feel very good either. Um, So I think just like balancing blood sugar wise and eating that nutrient dense food, like especially throughout the day and knowing that there is room for calorie dense food. And that's okay. Like we want both things. Because for me, it was a big like, oh, you're being bad again. Like you got to watch out. These foods aren't good for you. Um, And these are the only time of year that you can have these foods. Right. And I think I think for me, it was a process of um, allowing myself to have those types of foods even before Christmas. So for me, um, like the advent calendars actually helped me or helped me to like be okay with having chocolate once a day and and realizing that my body wasn't going to blow up like a balloon from having one piece of chocolate every day. Right. So like actually getting in there and getting my feet wet and like actually having some calorie dense foods before the holidays was a great way for me to like remind myself that I have a sense of agency over what foods I choose. And my whole, it's not make or break, right? Like we said, it's not the one meal. It's not the one thing. It's being able to enjoy and move on from there, right? And I think, like I said, um, uh, balancing blood sugar beforehand, but this whole thing of like connecting with our body, I think is a huge thing that like we, we feel we don't have time for. Um, that's a huge thing, right? Like, especially around the holidays, we're super busy. We don't have time to like, I'm not even saying working out, but yeah, moving our body, connecting, breathing, space, time away from your family. It's like, that's rude. It's like, no, this is actually gonna, this me time is going to help me and allow for me to feel like I can make choices that are aligned with myself. But also I think in that regard, we talk about completing the stress response cycle. And like, if I'm feeling very flighty and my thoughts are at a pace where I'm like, can't keep up with my own self and I'm worrying and I'm anxious, that's a sign that my flight nervous system is like on. Right. And so I think it's good to, yeah, like connect with things that'll help you move through that stress response cycle. And usually when we're in that flight stage, like going for a long walk or listening to music that can, and just going through the whole song and not, and not feeling like you have somewhere else better to be, or that this is dumb. I think that was a big thing for me. So just like really making sure that these are daily non-negotiables that are small, that are going to help me to, to choose differently. Like for example, one time I was on um, between you and me, between everyone listening to this podcast right now, Matt and I were um, really trying for this podcast, this one podcast, this was a long time ago. And the girl from the podcast that I wanted to be on so badly um, was like, Matt, how do you feel about coming on the podcast and being a guest? And I was like, like, as soon as he told me that she chose him over me, that got my own story going and all my my feelings, right? And I would have used exercise before, especially before the holidays, to like make up for lost time, right? I'm going to exercise my calories. I'm going to wait so that I can go and enjoy my food 
Um, so like the thing is that I wasn't enjoying it. I was just restricting so much in the day so that I could go overboard, which is not enjoyable now that I think back to it. But at the time, that's just my pattern. That's how I was moving Hoping. through. Extra, yeah. yeah, exactly. hundred percent. And I remember um, when I got that news, I was pissed, right? I'm like angry. I can feel that sense of like, and my thoughts are going like crazy. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go we have a bike in our garage. I was like, I'm going to go on the bike for 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. And I'm just going to like, let this feeling just like ride it out. Right. And that was the first experience that I had of like using exercise as a way to deal with my mental health and to deal with my response to these triggering situations that I didn't feel like I had control over before. So I think relating to that and realizing that exercise or just movement can help us complete some stress response cycles so that we have more capacity to actually make choices that because it's not like I want to go to him and Matt and be like, fuck you, man. Like we're a team, like it's all good. Right. But in the moment I felt less than I felt triggered. So I was angry, angry. Right. And I don't want to react like that. So even just pausing for like tiny second, completing the stress response cycle and having that experience that like, wow, exercise is way more than a calorie burn. It's like literally imperative for my mental space and my mental fortitude. Right. So just having that and realizing that like, you don't have to punish yourself you don't have to restrict you don't like the things that we do for our health it's almost like how do we get to the space of like I want to want to do these things I want to want to say to my husband and kids go f off for like an hour please thank you (laughs) because it's going to help me be a better person better for me whatever that means going into the holidays right so it's just I think regulating the blood sugar definitely working on relating to movement differently versus a punishment was a big thing. Um, Yeah. And realizing that my life's not going to like, I'm not going to blow up. My goals aren't going to blow up. It's not make or break just to like, right. Like these things are planned, but also being flexible. Like, like that's the biggest thing that I just like listened to. It's like, if you need to like kind of have an idea and plan, but then also know that like there's room for flexibility. It doesn't have to be perfect. Like you're kind of taking that imperfect action, but the awareness of the triggers like is a huge one and how you deal with it is like, what's going to trigger you more like, like your reaction to the situation. And that's like where you're going to remember next time, like if you reacted, like, you know, you took the outlet on the bike, mm-hmm. like you're going to know that the more you do that, you're going to be like, oh, I remember this last time this works. So I'm going to try it again. And it might not work that time, but then you're going to okay. think of like, okay, well, what else like, can I do? Like you're trying to problem solve as you're seeing this like unfold right in front of your eyes. So that's yeah. really cool is what, like, that's what I basically learned is being, having a plan, but also being flexible in the plan, like knowing yeah. that it's not going to come out like you're, I mean we're in the busiest time of the year so nothing's gonna go to like right to like you know from point a to point b to point c to point z it's gonna be like you know what you see the journey is gonna be all over the place but at the same time you know what your plan is you're in you know how you're gonna be flexible you know you're how you're gonna move you're gonna know how to deal with those triggers because you're learning so much about yourself this is like where we learn the most about ourselves is like especially for the next year like that like when we start January like we're gonna like take all of our learning lessons and we're gonna bring it into the new year to like show up better for ourselves and or learn a lot more yeah, about ourselves right and I love that around the holidays I always say to clients like this is not like don't get stressed around the holiday I know 
know, me saying that doesn't really make a difference for the person, but I think the holidays are such rich time to get so much data, so much information about our bodies and our patterns and how we relate to things and how we relate to ourselves around our family and all that stuff, right? So it's almost like if we're failing in a way, or if we're messing up or slipping up, that's great. Like that's going to give you more how would you know? <laughs> yeah, otherwise, right? So then you learn from that. And that's where the intuitive sense of our food and our body can grow. But I think like, like the whole the, just giving up on ourselves is really easy to do. Or, you know, that sense of just apathy, I'll get to it in the new year. Yeah. Momentum is not, um, or sorry, like being motivated, we don't want to wait till motivation comes like actually keeping momentum helps us to to stay motivated towards our goals yeah. and stuff, right so that's why I would just say to everyone listening like momentum is key for sure so if there's a something that you can do for yourself that helps you to like like we've been talking about regulate and feel like a truest version of yourself is there like let's do less of it for a little bit right like maybe you won't be able to work out you know three days a week like can you can you try to commit to five minutes of something right before going into a family event or or even just in general right like not trying to make up for calories gained over the holiday season and just try to focus on who do I right like who do I have to become it's almost like I heard a cool quote we can't behave our way or we can't talk our ourselves out of something that we've behaved our way into so just meaning that like momentum, builds action and over time if we keep momentum with at least one thing that connects us to ourself and our and 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 puts us in the driver's seat a bit I think can help us you know just keep that rolling in the new year and keep us just thinking like this is who this is who I am these are the habits that I have these are the this is the foundation to keep me moving right through life not necessarily moving right and I think it's almost this cool analogy that like a, like a bamboo right underneath it sometimes the bamboo stick can shoot up and like you'll see the bamboo like grow super fast but underneath it sometimes it grows fast sometimes it grows like very short but underneath it it is always growing right and so I think just reminding ourselves like you had mentioned like self-compassion right like you're always like if you stay with some kind of momentum um and thought process I think we're always going to be grow you know like there's always potential for more growth and not that more growth is something we always have to like strive for and all the time right that's not realistic but I think if we're able to keep momentum we'll realize that it's not make or break and these are just these are just we're learning we're learning about ourselves and we're learning about our patterns and it's okay yeah that's a huge one and I think like to end off there is just you know everything like that we just talked about you know, self, like having compassion for yourself in this time that we're in is super important because we're always planting the seeds, like, you know, with how we talk to ourselves and like this past year, like has been a really big year for myself. But one thing that I know that I've been having to do is I've 
had to be my own cheerleader at the whole way through, even if I'm not showing up the right on those days, like I've brought up on here today with like, you know, I was really ashamed. And but at the same time, like I learned from it. And I had to let that feeling go because it doesn't define who I am. We're here to make mistakes and the mistakes are what help us to propel forward. And having self-compassion is the one of the biggest like learning lessons, no matter where you are at. So having a plan, having some flexibility in that plan, because it's, nothing's ever going to go to plan, but it's good to know where you're going. Like we all know that there's many ways to get to Hawaii. Like, well, there's really not. There was like more of just the flight, <laughs> but like, but the biggest oh, thing is, is, yeah, you can go by when boat. You're, yeah, yeah. Flight, boat, but like, you know, when you get there, what are you going to do? Like, so having that plan of having an idea of what you're going to do is what's going to make that trip a lot more worthwhile. If you're just going and not knowing like where like the next place is or having a tour or like going in the ocean, like you don't know where you're going to go. You're just going to feel like you're everywhere. So the all or nothing is not the way to go through the holiday. Just enjoy each being present and enjoying and not, and when you notice the triggers, give yourself that time to have some space. We're not here to like fill everyone else's cup. We're here to fill your own because that's what they say. Put the mask on yourself because then you're able to be better for everybody else that it's around you. But if you're not doing that, it's going to accumulate and then you're not going to show up and then you're going to be more full of disappointment and resentment. And that's not what you, that's not going to make you feel good. So I really thought like any more closing words that you have to add to that? No, I think that, yeah, you're right. Expectations are like resentments waiting to happen, right? So if we build into all these expectations for ourselves, for other people, the judgments that we have going into the holidays, like we're just going to, it's just going to make things harder. Like we're literally being our own worst enemy at that point. So I think, yeah, I just think if we're able to let go of that um, and to really question why it's there, but also, yeah, like you said, coming in with a plan, being able to pivot and then just like, really, is there something that you can do to focus on yourself, your true self, like taking that little sense of, okay, I'm going to set aside some time, no matter what to connect with my healthy adult self, um, so that I can stay intrinsically motivated, right? Like what Mm -hmm. makes you feel capable and empowered and, can you set aside time to do that? For me, training, nature, singing, right? We don't want to wait for motivation to arise. Set the intention of doing something that can and will keep the momentum going now. And that's even why like in the Academy at the, at Rebel, we're giving the month of December for free because we know a December is super expensive (laughs) for everything. And B that's the most likely time that we're going to just, you know, start in the new year, forget about it for now. But if we can keep momentum, the new year will just feel like a new another day. And the more that things will feel like another day, another day, another day, the less we build it up, the less all or nothing feelings we have around holidays or events or whatever. And yeah, just sticking with what feels true for us. So yeah, I love that. I love that. And I think just realizing that you're not alone. (laughs) I know I always say that at the end of the podcast, but it's so true. Like we are going to be practicing these things just as much as you're going to be practicing these things, right? So just make a mental note, because I think it's just very helpful to know that we're supported in a community of like-minded females, people, everything, right? Like all of, it's just important that you feel like you're not alone in this attempt to change how you relate and show up for the holidays. 
Yeah. Community is everything. And there's so many places around here in Guelph that are offering that so that you don't feel alone. I know that we're doing it here at the fitness junction too, group personal training where like, it's just to show that like, you know, that there's ways and outlets for you to feel like you're safe and happy and that people feel the exact same way as yourself. So this is such an important time to really figure out how you, where you want to go, have a plan. And if you don't have a plan yet, then just be open to what's around you. I love it. Thank you so much for listening guys. Guys, thank you so much. Happy holidays. Thank you for listening to the health and Guelph podcast. This show would simply not exist without you. If you know somebody in the community who would be a great candidate to be on this show, send them my way and email me at amanda at relevenrise.com. And what keeps us going and staying on the forefront is liking, commenting, and subscribing. Please share this podcast so we can keep this community connected. Thank you, Guelph, and stay strong.